Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen, where humanness meets spirituality. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? Join in the conversation with Kristen Ace and her fascinating guests to share the light, laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. Stuck inside staring at those same dreary walls? Brighten up a room with a fresh coat of paint. If you don't want to leave the windows open to air out the toxic paint fumes, here's great news. Non-toxic paint supply offers non-toxic, zero VOC paint. It performs as well as the toxic stuff, and you can keep the windows closed. Find much more than paint at nontoxicpaintsupply.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Vibrations with Kristen. I was uh, hanging out with a friend the other day, and he said, you know, I kind of take life like going down um, the lazy river in an inner tube. And I thought, wow, that's so lucky for him <laughs> because going with the flow of life was has never, never, never been one of my fortes. I, you know, I'm... I'm very organized. I'm very exacting. I have lists. It's funny. I was talking to my girlfriend, Dawn, and she said, oh, yeah. She goes, so she's known me since high school. And she's like, oh, yeah. I mean, we lived together. We lived together for six months in, in college. She said, every morning you would get up and you would go, I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do this, this. Then this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. And I was like, oh, oh my God. I, I was doing that back in high school and college. She said, oh, yeah, since I've known you. I have lists how it's going to go. Now, I, I do want you to know that it never goes the way I say it's going to go, but at least I start the day <laughs> with an idea. And for me, I think nothing, nothing teaches us about learning to go with the flow better than children. So before um, Landon, my first son, was born, I, I had a list of how the birth was going to go, what was going to happen, how everything would run afterwards, and definitely I was going to go back to work. So basically, he was going to be born, no epidural, you know, maybe two hours labor, everything would be, you know, supernatural and, e <laughs> and easy. And then he would be born and he would go right into daycare and I would go back to acting. That's just the way it was going to be. And I remember my sister-in-law saying, you know, you, you really might want to wait um, until he's actually born just to know how you're feeling. And I went, no, I know how I'm feeling. I know exactly how it's going to go. So uh, life being what it is said, oh, you know, Kristen really needs to learn to go with the flow a little better. So after 23 hours of labor, definitely an epidural, two and a half hours of pushing, out into the world comes this incredible being, and I'm still going back to work until they put him in my arms. And then I went, uh, uh, oh, I'm not going anywhere. I can't let anybody else take over this child's care. What was I thinking? So, <clears throat> yes, I became an at-home mom in an instant, except the problem was, that because I had planned so carefully and clearly that Jeff and I were so certain of how things were going to go because I'm really good at convincing people how things are going to go. Even if it never goes that way, I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> this is how it's going to be. And people go, okay, <laughs> right? So we had been so good at convincing our families that we were okay that my parents jetted off to their lifelong dream vacation in Europe 
And um, Jeff's parents were enmeshed in schedules, so they couldn't come and help us. And so when we got home with our new baby, we were alone. Me, Jeff, and Landon. And we did not have a clue. We didn't even know how to burp our baby. He's going, and I'm gently patting his shoulder. Jeff, honey, it's not working. Oh my goodness, Jeff, what's wrong with it? Okay, poor Landon. And you have to say, the only advice we did take was to get a lactation consultant. Because everyone tells you that breastfeeding as natural. It isn't. It may be for the baby, but it certainly isn't for the mother. The pain on the first day was so bad that my toes curled up backward like in <laughs> in uh, the, the witch that the house fell on in Wizard of Oz. Yes. And I was sobbing. But then we got our visit from Donna. And from I'm telling you, from the second day on, I had finally, finally got it down and I was doing something right because, see, I was going to be this incredible at-home mother, and I couldn't do anything. I had this baby, but I couldn't do anything with it. But all of a sudden, I could feed him, and that saved me. So I have to say a great deep thank you to that lactation consultant because not just for the breastfeeding. I mean, she taught us everything. She taught us how to bathe the baby because that was the one class I didn't take. She taught us how to burp the baby. Oh, that's how it goes. She taught us how to clean his belly button and how to clean his penis. And I said, I'm not touching the penis. No, no, no. You see, because it's the only one he's got and I do not want to ruin it. So I said to Jeff, you are the man. You clean the penis. So I figure, you know, at least Jeff knows what he's doing. She, She taught us how to diaper the baby. Now, Jeff knew how to diaper a baby because his sisters were way younger when they were born, so he had practice. I took the diaper changing class. I got an A, but do you know what they give you to work with? A doll. Okay, I can put a diaper on a doll, but our baby squirms and cries and shrieks and then goes, Oh my God, he's pooping across the room. If you opened his diaper at the wrong time, he literally pooped across the room. Who would have thought that a thing this small could produce so much poop? I changed his diaper 12 times a day. And when I wasn't doing that, I was doing laundry. Oh, gobs and gobs of laundry. I thought being a stay-at-home mom was going to be so different. I had my Martha Stewart and my gourmet magazines prepped and ready to go for all that time I was going to have now that I wasn't, quote-unquote, working. Ha! I spent a year moving those magazines from place to place as the baby things overtook my house. I never read them. Eventually, I just started resenting them because just looking at them made me feel inadequate. I could hear them taunting me. Kristen... Let's make those Mexican beaded napkin rings. And don't forget about that quilted cozy for the bottle warmer. And how about beef bourguignon for dinner tonight? Yeah, right. Jeff would come home from work and I'd say, yeah, there's soup for dinner in a can. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now that I believe that was my higher self giving me a crash course in going with the flow. 
But I have to say, slowly, over time, with the help of both of my children, because now I have two, I've gotten better at it. I I am by no means an expert. Not at all. But I am better for sure. See, because seriously, by the time my daughter was born, I had actually gotten sort of good at it. So there was this, because there was this time, and this is proof that I'm getting better. Landon was five. Miranda was two. We went to Texas for a family celebration of Jeff's family, and we were at a dude ranch. And I've, so I've got, you know, I've got one child out of diapers, one still in, and things are, it's a little more challenging to travel when you have small children, but I didn't want to miss this big thing in Jeff's family. So here we are. We're at the dude ranch. We spend a lot of time in the pool doing lots of little kid things. And someone says, oh, there's a lazy river um, inner tube ride happening tomorrow. And I thought, you know, that sounds fun. We're in an inner tube going down a lazy river, what, 30 minutes? Because, you know, I've been to the water parks and you're you know, in the lazy river for 10 minutes on the ride. So I figure our real river is 30 minutes, right? And there's this woman who I've become friends with and her boys are the same age as Landon, just a year apart. So one is six and one is four. And, and I said to her, we're going to go on this lazy river ride. Do you want to go with us? And she was like, I, you know, I've never done something like that. Do you think it'll be fun? And I'm like, oh my God. Again, telling everybody how it's going to be and convincing everyone <laughs> this is how it's going to be. It's going to be a blast. Come on, we'll be in inner tubes. There's going to be a group of like 20, 30 people. It'll be a blast. So we all get on the bus and we're all ready to go. We start driving. It's probably an hour and a half away. So we're in the car, we're in this bus for an hour and a half with small children. And as we start to get close to the place where we're going to go to the river, the bus driver says, by the way, if you do not want to go on the lazy river, you have to decide now because once you get on the river, there's no going back and we cannot come and get you because it's a two hour ride down the river. And I was like, two hour ride down the river. And my son Landon looks at me and I'm like, it's no, it's going to be fun, buddy. It's going to be a blast. And, but I'm starting to feel a little nervous. And the woman who, who I convinced to come, she looked at me and her eyes were really wide. I'm like, it's going to be easy. We're just going to be in inner tubes, right? Right. It should be really fun. We start to get off the bus and the guy goes, Oh, also one more thing. When you get to the end of the river, there is a vortex, a swirling vortex, and you have to get out really quick or it'll suck you in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you that that freaked me out. And it freaked out Landon. He looked at me, he goes, mommy, we're going to get sucked in. Where are we getting sucked into? Mommy, what's a vortex? It sounds really scary. And I'm like, oh, no, no, honey, everything's fine. So the woman who I've convinced, this is going to be fun, looks at me and she's like, I'm, I, don't, I don't think we can do this. I, I'm really scared about that vortex. And her kids are hanging on her. And I'm like, um, I, I, I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine, right? So everybody else is getting off the bus and we're kind of holding up traffic. And I'm like, oh, we're just going to go. So everybody gets their inner tubes and we have to climb down this kind of ridgy mountain thing <laughs> with two kids. And for some reason, Jeff, who is normally the most helpful parent in the world, was unhelpful that day. I don't really know what happened to him, <laughs> but he was in his inner tube and on the river and I'm still crawling down the ravine with two young children. And so me and Landon and Miranda and this other woman and her t- two kids are the last people to get into the inner tubes and get on the river. 
So Landon is in his inner tube, and I'm in my inner tube with Miranda on my lap. And we're going along, and, you know, we think, oh, okay, this is okay. And then we see ahead of us rapids. And Landon goes, it's the vortex! (laughs) It's the vortex! It's the vortex! And I'm like, oh my God, maybe it is the vortex. And the woman who's sort of next to me, because you can't really be next to each other because you're in inner tubes and you're going with the flow of the river. It's like, is that the vortex? Is that the vortex? And her kids start freaking out. Everybody is freaking out about the vortex. What they didn't tell us is that you have to lift up your butt when you get to those places because there are sharp rocks <laughs> right underneath your inner tube. So I'm like, hang on, buddy. I don't have a hold of Landon's inner tube because he's just been floating along sort of with me and we get separated. And I'm going over these rocks, but up, but up, but up, but up. And I'm bruised all over my butt, my legs. And Landon is screaming, ah, ah, the rocks. The rocks, the vortex. The woman who sort of was with me is now way behind me, and her kids are screaming and crying. And Landon is freaking out because I'm way far away from him. So I finally get out of the rapids, and Landon is crying. He's like, Mommy, Mommy. And I'm like, Hang on. And I'm trying to paddle backwards to get to his inner tube. And I finally get his inner tube. I grab him and he's sobbing and he's trying to climb out of his inner tube into mine, which by the way, at this point, Miranda is now up around my neck and her whole body is basically blocking my (laughs) vision because she's freaked out of her mind. And I can't really see Landon. I'm just sort of feeling out there and I'm grabbing onto his inner tube in his arm and he's trying to crawl. And I'm like, you can't get into my inner tube, honey. You can't, I can't hold both of you. Meanwhile, the woman who was with us has moved out of the rapids and she is paddling towards shore and crawling out of the river. And I was like, are you okay? She's like, we have to get out. We have to get out. (laughs) Her kids are getting out and crawling up the ravine. And I'm freaking out about that because I'm wondering, how is she going to get back? There's no bus. The guy already told us there's no way that we can get you because now we're two hours down the river waiting for you. So I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. And not only that, it's just us because everybody else is all the way, way ahead of us down the lazy river. So we keep going. Landon is crying and I'm talking to him. No, it's okay. We're okay. We're going to make it. It's just a lazy river, honey. Miranda's wrapped around my neck and face so I can see out of one eye. We go along. Landon starts to calm down. I've got a hold of his inner tube. We're together. And then all of a sudden we see the rapids and Landon starts screaming. Miranda holds on tighter to my face and I'm now unable to see out of my one eye and I'm trying to peel her away and down (laughs) because I know we're going to have to go over those rapids and they're going to hurt. And every time we go over those rapids, I had to make a game out of it. I'm like, all right, here we come to the possible vortex, which we never knew. We were like, because when you're on a lazy river with no watch, you actually don't know how many hours or seconds or minutes have gone by. So I didn't know, are we actually coming up to the vortex or are we coming up just to the butt thrashing (laughs) rocks? So I made a game out of it. 
I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we come on the rapid vortex. Everybody lift up, lift up, lift up. And everybody had to lift up their butts, which of course means me lifting up uh, with a child on top of my head and another child that I'm holding on to in the middle of the rapids because if I lose hold of him, he's going to flip out of his mind. So we did this probably seven times. Nice, calm river, then rapids, possible vortex, lifting up. We're going along. I'm trying my best to breathe and tell stories along the way and, and make games and looking over here. Look over there, sweetie. And then I see ahead of us snakes, really, really big black snakes running across the river in front of us. One would slither down the ravine, run across the river, slither up the ravine. There were lots of them up the ravine, down the ravine, across the river, around the river. And then it's like, mommy, mommy, there are snakes. I'm like, look at those snakes. Aren't they cool? Because I'm telling you guys something. If I tell him how afraid I am, that's going to really suck for him and it's going to ruin. I mean, he's not going to be able to make it down the rest of this river. So I'm like, look at how beautiful they are. (gasps) Look at them. Look how fast they move in the river. And I'm like praying that they're not actually underneath us. And I said, oh, look at that one go. And we start naming them and playing games. And I'm like, you know what, Landon, they are more afraid of you than you are of them. They don't want to talk to you. Okay. By the way, Miranda's still wrapped around my neck, still wrapped around my head, still only have one eye to see out of. It's because I have to hold her on top of my head because whenever we go around the rapids, she could fall off of me and get, you know, lost in the river and she's two and she can't swim. So I'm just telling him, oh, and then the snakes disappear. So I think, I hope that's a good thing because to see them and then not see them, that's actually a little more scary. (laughs) But that seemed to give Landon, you know, a little more confidence. We finally get to the end of the river. We are 35 minutes past everybody else. We've been on the river for almost three hours. We get to now what is seriously the vortex. It's a little teeny whirlpool that runs you around and around and around in water that you are, it is up to your knees. That was the whirling vortex that we were terrified of for three hours. We got out shaking, crying a little bit. Man, I went, Mommy, that vortex wasn't bad at all. I'm like, that's right, honey. That's right. Me, Mom, Miranda, still wrapped around my neck and my head. <laughs> I think she was afraid of water for a long time after that. But we made it. And I thought to myself, I'm getting much better at flowing down the river of life because there were two ways we could go with that situation. We could freak the bleep out, which, you know, my kids were doing, or I could make games, make uh, stories up, have them uh, play a game about things that were dangerous. I did find out later, by the way, that those river snakes are vastly and deadly poisonous. And that we were very, very lucky that they became more afraid of us than we were of them. Because if they bit us, we could die. (sighs) Good thing that we didn't know um, what was really in front of us. And good thing that we were able to take the swirling vortexes and the rapids with a little bit of ease. So if I fast forward to where I am today... And of course, children still being my fabulous teachers of how to go with the flow. I think 
in, in about my daughter, who is just this incredible creative artist and who feels things very deeply and very profoundly and <clears throat> is struggling. And I, uh, before she came into the world, she came to me in some dreams and she said, you know, I want to come. And I was, I was afraid because I had seen how poorly my parents did with more than one child and <laughs> not their fault. You know, they had only the tools that they had. And I was afraid, I literally was afraid that it was a DNA issue that, if, you know, maybe because of I came from them, I wouldn't be able to um, give, give freely to more than one child and, and do it well. But she actually assured me in the dreams. She said, no, mommy, you know, it'll be good. I want to come. And so I felt at the time, who am I to say no to somebody who wants to be here with me? And, you know, I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to give her all this love and the support and tell her how beautiful she is every day and tell her how much she's loved every day and, and honor her choices and, and all of these, these things that I have done. And it turns out that she still has problems. She still has pain. She still has fear. And she is struggling. And I thought, no, no, that, that can't be right. I'm, I'm doing within my family unit all the things that my parents didn't have the skills to do. Again, not their fault, but I have all of these skills and all of these tools and I have all of the support that I'm, I'm, I'm like the balloon underneath them, lifting them, lifting them, lifting them. How can you be sad? What is there to be sad about? And I realize because my daughter is such a beautiful mirror for me that we are not allowed to compare pain. That while she has a support system underneath her, she still has her own feelings, her own experiences. And I can't, I can't have those experiences for her. So I can't be in the inner tube for her. I can't take the rapids for her. I can only hold on to her inner tube while she goes through them. Just like I held on to her in the river, just like I held on to Landon's tube and his hand when we went over those rocky parts, I still couldn't do it for them. And for me, that has been really painful because I want to be able to move them through life with ease and grace, but I can't choose it for them. And so I have to play games and give them um, things to look out for when they come to the rapids and how to lift up when they come to the rapids and hope that they will learn to roll over those things better than I could and better than I did and better than I do now. Because I still, I'm telling you guys, I go over those bleeping rapids and I am tumbling and getting the crap beat out of me and crying and going, how is this happening? Because I am who I am. So even my husband, when I come home after a rapid, <laughs> all bloody and bruised, he says, I don't want you to have this experience, but he knows that I have to have it my way. So children teach me not only to be better at going with the flow, but they teach me how to help them see that going through the flow is, has to be on their terms. So you guys out there, as you're going down your lazy river, 
and telling you, you are going to get into some bleeping rapids and they are going to hurt. But we have tools today. So we may not get through that particular rapid with grace. You may, uh, you may offend some people or people might get upset with you or you might get upset with yourself. But here are your tools. Meditation grounding onto the earth, taking the energy of the earth into yourself and becoming empowered in a positive way. Visualization, love of self, love of your fellow beings. One thing that my kids have taught me is how to love them as they are, not change them, not want them to be different, but love them as they are. So my daughter can have her her feelings that can be very disruptive in my home, and I still love her. So, you guys, here we are. We're on the river of life, and we are on it together. I'm here with you. I know you're there with me, and I got to tell you, I'm so grateful for all of you because I can't make it down this river by myself. I need you to hold on to my inner tube. Well, going with the flow of life is not my forte, when presented with situations that can be challenging or upsetting or nerve wracking, if I stay calm, play a game, find the positive, look ahead, project good things, which is all, all the things that I did on the river. I kept projecting good things. I kept saying, remember, we're going to lift up, make a game out of the scary things. No matter what happens at the end, the swirling vortex might actually be a little fun. So I'm going to tell you guys, life is going down the lazy river, but there are swirling vortexes. There are poisonous snakes. There are rapids that will beat the crap out of your body a little bit. But if you stay positive, if you look ahead of yourself and say, I'm going to visualize that I can move out of this with more ease. I can visualize that at the end, it will be better. It will give yourself something to move toward instead of being afraid of where you are. So I'm going to say that I'm still not the queen of rolling down the uh, lazy river in an inner tube with ease and grace. I still make my lists. But what I do have as my tools today that I was still just in the beginning of when the kids were little is meditation. I ground onto this earth. I call to the earth when I need her help. I look to my animal totems. I call to my guides, my angels. I talk to my dad who comes to me in from the spirit world in the form of a hawk to always tell me it's okay. And I take all of those tools with me every single day when I get up and make my little lists that never, ever work out the way I plan it. But I can move through with some grace and know that even if I screw up today, even if I get myself caught in some really uncomfortable rapids, there's going to be a calm and there's going to be a way for me to move on to the next thing. So uh, you guys go out there in your days and breathe when you come into the rapids, okay? Breathe. Call to your guides. Ground onto the earth. Know that you have friends all around you. And know that I'm one of those people and that I love you. 
We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristen.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us, let us know, so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided. <laughs>